Hey there, I'm Ashley and I'm a proud mama of two beautiful kiddos, a wife, a health and wellness coach, and a middle and high school shop teacher. Hi, I'm Roberta, mama, wife, educator. I'm an entrepreneur and homeschool mom navigating the work, family, social life balance. Together, we will discuss various topics near and dear to our hearts for teachers and mamas, like routines, health, habits, self-care, and so, so much more. Living a healthy lifestyle is for everyone from young children to adults. Health, wellness, and emotional and social well-being starts at home and should be expanded upon in the classroom. Everyone can benefit from the Teacher Mamas podcast. So if you're ready to learn some helpful tips, let's do this thing. Hello, podcast friends. This is episode 58 and another in the One Simple Thing series. Today, um, we're going to talk about a strategy that Ashley has used with her kids recently in helping them learn how to breathe through a difficult time. I think this is a great reminder that we can take the time to problem solve when something isn't working we can get really creative and find solutions. And I think Ashley did just that. So Ashley, how have you figured out how to help your kids breathe through difficult situations? So first of all, I, what was this like a week or two ago, I came on to our morning meeting and I was just like pumped up and I, like Roberta has probably never seen me this excited in my life because, well, probably has about other things, but I was so pumped because it has completely changed my kids' behavior and just like the way that they were reacting to things. We had a really rough couple of weeks where Colton was going off of the rails a lot And for a really long period of time too, it wasn't just like he had a meltdown and then it was okay. It was, he had a meltdown and then he was running around and screaming and like even ran outside and was just like angry, like kicking the dirt so mad at me. And I don't even remember what it was over. It was probably something that I told him he couldn't do. Um, But it was just, you know, like kids have meltdowns, of course, but it was an extremely long meltdown. And so I had just had it that week. And I was like, okay, something has to give here. We have to figure something out for him to be able to calm down easier. And if you've listened to other podcast episodes, you've heard me say that my children won't breathe when they're upset. Well, like Roberta said, this was like a really good problem solving time where I needed to figure this out. This was something that I knew that they needed to be able to do Uh, with help from me at first, and then eventually be able to do on their own. So one morning after doing my journaling question that we talked about the previous, like last week, uh, I decided to challenge this belief of mine that my kids won't breathe. So I started taking that responsibility on and um, I just told myself, you need to freaking figure this out. (laughs) So I kind of like I talked about last week, I started um, going through articles and stuff and figuring out, okay, how can I, how can I make this more of a habit for my kids so that it's easier for them to do? And this actually was, it was kind of in the article, but this whole process that I came up with was, I came up with it on my own. Um, 
and it is super simple. So I was like, okay, how many times do I think that they need to practice this? And I just came up with like this arbitrary number, not even knowing if it was going to work. So I came up with 30 times. So I made this, uh, I made this star chart for them and it is so like it, it, it wasn't pretty at all. It was a chart that I had 30 little boxes on 10 in each row. And each time that they started that they, um, not started each time that they practiced breathing for four times, they could put a star on their star chart or I could start for them, whichever they wanted. My kids are young enough where the stars were good enough. Uh, if the stars are not good enough for your kids, maybe you want to do stickers or I don't know, whatever will work for you. And then I, each time they practice their four breathing, in a row was one star. And so they would get uh, a star on there. And then, you know, they even did it like so that they could fill up one row. And like, I don't even care. As long as you're practicing it, it doesn't matter to me how many times in a row you do it. So they would do their four, their in through their nose, out through their mouth. They would do that four times, get one star. And they had to do that. 30 times and it took them only about two days. And this takes like vigilant reminders from you to remind them to do it as well, because, you know, we would do it four times in a row or whatever, and then we'd go about our business and then we'd get halfway through the day and then we would forget, oh, we haven't practiced. And so first of all, let me pause because before doing the star chart, my kids hated breathing. They hated it. Anytime I would suggest it, they would be like, no, I'm not doing that. <laughs> like, it was so frustrating for me because I know how much it will help them, but they didn't realize how much it would help them. And they just thought it was stupid. And so like me pushing it on them didn't do anything. But as soon as I made it fun with this little star chart of theirs or sticker chart, however you want to do it with your kids, that's when it became important to them because the stars and the stickers were fun. So anytime your kids refuse to do something, you guys, seriously, star chart, sticker chart, it is the way to go. So this started making them realize, and then we started talking about how are you feeling before you breathe? How are you feeling after you breathe? And then we kind of talked about depending on how like your school talks about emotions or you talk about emotions at home, they have like a green zone, a yellow zone, a blue zone and a red zone. And we started, we talked about those emotions that are in those zones. So how did you feel before you started breathing? Well, I was kind of in the yellow zone. Okay, good. How did you feel after you were breathing? Well, now I feel calm and happy. So I'm in the green zone. Okay. So talking about those emotions or if your school does like the zone thing or whatever, what zone are they in? So this really helped them start to realize that, oh, breathing is actually good for me. And I do actually feel better when I breathe. Before I couldn't even get them to breathe. So they didn't even realize like how much it helps them. So you gotta really like 
focus on those emotions and how they're going to feel before and after they breathe. All right. So once we had our 30 stars filled out, right. They had to, they had to know that there was something after the stars that they would get. Yeah. So <laughs> we can't just say you're going to get 30 stars and be done. They're going to be like, well, 30 stars, that's not cool enough. Like it's cool enough in the process, but what are they going to get? What's some cool, fun little prize that they're going to get either after they practice 30 times, or I took it even one step further. And I said, for my five-year-old, you have to use this two times when you're upset. And my husband got him this little like stretchy Hulk guy thing. And then after you practice it your 30 times and you use it two times when you're upset, you get the little Hulk stretchy guy. And that was like super cool to him. So that was like a really good incentive for him to actually use it when he was upset. And then for my daughter, because she's a little bit older, I wanted her to use it five times. And this can be using it when they're upset with you, or sometimes they want to go to their rooms by themselves and use it by themselves. And this dramatically decreased the amount of time that they were spending in that red zone, that super upset, frustrated, angry zone. So for my son, when he was having those meltdowns, it was like 20, 25 minutes he was having a meltdown for. When we incorporated this breathing thing, he literally calmed down in 30 seconds. I'm not even kidding you. Like the practicing it the 30 times and then using it, he was good in 30 seconds. So we went from a 25 minute meltdown to 30 seconds within two days. So, but this takes like vigilance on your part practicing with them. And like, if your kids are like mine and they love stars and they love stickers, it was actually their idea to sit down and practice and do the stars and the stickers. So like getting help from your kids, reminding you to do the practicing too. And the really cool thing about this, you guys, is it reminds us as adults that we need to breathe too. So when we're in those really hard situations and we forget, oh yeah, I'm really frustrated right now. I'm in that yellow zone. I need to practice some breathing and this will help in the classroom as well. If you're feeling really frustrated and you feel like you're going to go off the rails and you're like, ah, my class is driving me crazy. This is a really good thing for you to remember to do by yourself or incorporate your whole class with it. And I've, I've done it with my whole class multiple times, especially like my seventh and eighth graders when they're crazy after lunch or at the end of the day or whatever, I'll be like, we just need to all breathe together <laughs> and you can make it kind of dorky and fun for them. So it's not so actually cringy because I know that breathing can be like for kids, it can be, Ooh, this is weird. <laughs> but if you incorporate it in a weird goofy way or whatever your personality style is, it doesn't make it so weird. Roberto, what do you do with your kids to help them? do their breathing exercises? Um, I mean, we've practiced it since they were teeny tiny, so it's just kind of natural. Um, but um, Izzy's pretty good at doing it on her own now. It, when she was little, I taught her by like holding her arms at her sides and we would breathe as I would move her hands up over her head. She would breathe in and then I would slowly control her arms on the way down and she would breathe out. And it showed her kind of the timing when she was really little and now she does it on her own for Xander. Um, 
we make it a little bit more fun. We read a couple different like mindfulness books that had different types of breathing in it. And the one he really gravitated to was like this lion's breath. So you breathe in really deep. And then as you breathe out, you stick your tongue way out, which helps there's, there's stuff with that. There's scientific things that makes the brain turn on and makes you more energized and stuff. But anyway, um, sticks his tongue out and then he like breathes really hard and really obnoxiously loud. <laughs> um, but then and he's doing it right now over in the corner, but he, it's fun and it calms him down. It's even, <laughs> um, it even works. Like if he's not listening to me, if he's not paying attention to what I'm trying to mm. tell him, I'll say, um, turn your ears on first. I'll say, turn your ears on. And if that doesn't work, he doesn't start listening. Then I say, okay, you need to do a lion breath. He'll do a lion breath. And I'll say, now I need you to listen. Mm-hmm. And then he'll listen and move on. So it works with a couple different things. So it helps him calm down. It also helps him focus on what I'm trying to t- ask him to do. So if you have been doing this with your kids since they were little, like props to you, I clearly needed more help with this than I wanted to admit. <laughs> so if you're like me and you need to like take responsibility for this yourself, so that your kids can start breathing better on their own. Um, I, this is like your turn to do this, make this handmade chart. It can be super janky looking. It does not matter. Your kids do not care. Um, like I said, I just put 10 slots on each row. Um, if you decide that 30 is a good amount for you, if, if you have younger kids, I would you know, that was good for my five and my seven-year-old. If you have younger kids than that, I would maybe start with um, 10. Uh, if they're just a little bit younger than five, maybe 20. And then, uh, you know, do that every four breaths, you get a star. And then explain this to your kids and talk to them about emotions and why emotions are, all emotions are okay to have. We just don't want to like stay in that heightened sense of yellow and red zone for a very long, prolonged period of time, because it doesn't make us feel good. So we want to get down to that green zone, uh, blue zone, whatever it is, that as quick as possible. And then pick out like, depending on the age of your kid, how many times if you want to take it that step further, how many times do you want them to practice when they're actually upset? And then I had to explain to my kids, like, don't get upset on purpose so that you could use it. <laughs> so you get your prize. <laughs> so I, I actually had to explain that to them because I could see my kids being like, hmm, if I get upset right now and I use this, I can put a star on my five um, using in the moments section. So, and they're like, no, we know, we know. And so it, it worked out just fine. Um, and then also talking to them about, okay, we have to keep practicing this after we get our prize. This isn't just like a, we practice this now you get your prize and then we're done. We're going to keep practicing it throughout the day. And I want you to keep using it when you're upset And I had to tell my kids because then they kind of started going backwards a little bit. And I'm like, if we're not going to use this when we're actually upset, because that's the whole point of it, I'm going to have to take that prize 
that you won or you you earned from it. And I'm going to have to take it away until you start using it when you're upset again. And I'm not taking it away for to be mean or to um, for good. I'm just taking it away to like reinforce that I want them to use it when they're upset. So your turn now. Go make that chart. Talk to your kids about their emotions um, and get them to start breathing through it when they don't want to because it has been total game changer in my house and behaviors have oh my goodness I can't even tell you how the behaviors have improved since we started doing this you guys <laughs> so go do it take action we are grateful for all of you and we cannot wait to hear if you use this one simple tip in your household and how it is going for you send us a dm on instagram on facebook and make sure you share this episode on your stories, tag us if you found it super helpful and share it with anybody that you think could use this in their life if they're like me and maybe they need to practice breathing a little bit as well. And we will talk to you guys next week. We want to thank you guys so much for taking the time out of your day to listen to us chat about healthy family living. We would love to hear your thoughts or any ideas you have for future episodes. So feel free to message us at the teacher mamas podcast at gmail.com or the teacher mamas podcast on Instagram. It would also mean so much to us if you would leave a quick rating or review on whatever platform you're listening from. If something really stood out to you today, don't forget to share it with someone else in your life that might need to hear it too. Spread the word. Please don't forget to share with your online community and tag us. For more positivity and inspiration on how we navigate life and the things we do on a daily basis to stay sane in the crazy, don't forget to go follow each of us on Instagram. Check the show notes for our handles.